Dave Wanstead is listed as a former NFL coach from from the from the Chicago by, of the oh boy. Well, well I don't got Dave Rayman Cole because your mic is shot. Tell him throw the flag. I knew it was you all along, Missouri. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you for different reasons. I'm going hungry. I'm going hungry. I don't mind stealing episode who really cares because nothing matters anymore uh of throw the flag guys it's uh it's a rough day we are uh filming this on a uh a day that will likely live in inf- infamy or be forgotten because the last four years have been some bad shit's gonna happen tomorrow oh man yeah just wait for copycats at state capitals that should be fun um but we've got football to talk about that's right we've kicked off 2021 which always begs me to ask this question to hankins Hankins, is this one of them years where we have to care about soccer? You know, no, that's sort of at shape? least an even year, man. Come Are we on. sure? Because I we do we not. Didn't... You you do not have to care about soccer this year for you. the Olympics. I though, believe that we will scheduled. score more goals than the other team. We I believe that we will. I guarantee you that we will not. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Um, Let's let's spin the wheel of things to talk about here. Uh, Creel, go ahead and spin that wheel. Click, 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 click. All right. You have a choice between playoffs, Heisman, and champion coaching. Let's do, oh, my God. Uh, let's do the Heisman. Okay. Uh, Devontae Smith won the Heisman. How about that, guys? <laughs> yeah, that, that happened yesterday, and it sort of seems like that was 10 years ago. Um, yeah, Well-deserved for him. You know, he's a great receiver. Uh, caught a whole lot of passes, a whole lot of yards. He's uncoverable. He's the focus of the offense, but no one can stop him. Uh, he was, you know, he won with a pretty good margin, like 1,800 points to 1,200 or 1,400. So, uh, you know, it's good for the program. It's the third Heisman winner under Saban. Ties us with Auburn, you know. Hello. Remember when, remember when, when Alabama uh, had no Heisman trophies Alan. and Auburn would be like, we got two. Now and we're like, we don't care about that. We're a team. Yeah, team. it's a deluge. We can't mm-hmm. get – we're lou- the place is lousy with Heisman. You can't mm-hmm. swing a dead cat without hitting Heisman. Can't do that, it. Can't do um, it. So uh, I, I kept bouncing back and forth between that and the, uh, the Georgia returns. But uh, so first of all, <clears throat> are, are we surprised at all that – it ended up the way it did. Devonte, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. I'm a little surprised by the Trevor Lawrence thing, just because of number of games, um, and obviously the votes were in. What we know, the votes were in before the national championship or the playoffs. Yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just the and I'm fine. Like, look, do I do I think Trevor Lawrence is a better college football player than Mac Jones? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if he'd played all year good chance he might have won the Heisman because it was certainly his to lose. So, But I am a little surprised. Uh, boy, did the shine come off. The the the, uh, the votes certainly weren't in before the SEC championship game. Man. Because Kyle Trask got kicked in the face. Yeah, I was uh, I was about to say that's uh, that's interesting to see, like, his uh, 
his uh, uh, placement. Still kind of, still kind of bitter that Najee wasn't uh, in the. Yeah, he. There was a pretty big gap between fourth and fifth. So. Do they do I, they do that every year? Am I crazy? Like, are there sometimes five? It's, sometimes it there's five. Okay. Uh, it kind of depends like, on the. One year there was the there was like there was nineteen of them last year. Like it felt like everybody and their brother got invited to the ceremony last year. Maybe they knew that it was going to be the last one for a while. But then the person <laughs> got everybody in. Yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird uh, Heisman Heisman uh, ceremony. I think most of all, just because Devontae Smith's speech clocked in at like a minute forty-five. Yeah, which I yeah. very much appreciated. Get it in and get it out, young man. Hey, man. Uh, his good, his speech was the on, his like. Looked suede. great. It was looked good. Wonderful. Yeah. I don't know if it was suede velvet. It was velvet. It was I think velvet, yeah. I think it was burgundy velvet mm-hmm. with a with a cold ass bow tie. Um, his speech was the equivalent of um, like a hang in there poster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just like yeah, is, all you can say message. this year. <laughs> Which I mean, you know what? Like, shit. I, I, I did like his message. You know, he was just like, you know, you don't always have to be the fastest or the strongest, but if you put in the work, you know, the rewards will come. You know that. That should sit with like, you know, 99% of the people out there. Some people just don't have the gifts, but if you, you really put in the work, you know, good things can happen. I think it was, I thought it was a good message for, for it being and as like short as it was. And like his story, man, like just at Alabama, like just his Alabama career of freshman who catches the pass to win the national championship. Yeah, that could have um, almost been a Heisman to Heisman play, by the way. <laughs> yeah, could, could have been if somebody had just, you know, fulfilled their potential um but like anybody else that's probably your story you're the guy he was clearly the fourth guy the fourth receiver out of Mm -hmm. that group of and i what uh ridley was still around then so he was top dog then but with judy and rugs and then waddle emerging he was just the dude um and that would have been his story and that would have been a great story guy who caught Passed to win national championship as freshman. Excellent story. But he quietly, just through nothing but his play, I'd never heard his voice until last night. Never heard yeah. the kids say a word. And just sort of unassuming, just went out and did work and won the fucking Heisman as – look, I know, guys, this is an Alabama podcast, so I know you guys are, oh, this is these fucking being homers. But I'm going to say something crazy here. A wide receiver won a Heisman Trophy – at Alabama. Yep. And like and and this being the still in Saban's era, you can look back at Julio Jones and almost somebody should have thanked Julio for yeah, this it, last night. It it is nuts because like I, I just looking back at all the other wide receivers that have been there. And I mean even even when like uh Mark Ingram won. Uh, you go from Mark Ingram to Derrick Henry. How <laughs> how many running backs in between those two have been worthy, and how many afterward? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it it is nuts. Sorry, but if Julio ahead. doesn't make the decision to come to Alabama, and at that time, getting mm-hmm. a big recruit out of Mobile was a coup. Yeah, yeah. word yeah. of the day for Alabama. Um, <laughs> but if if that doesn't happen, who knows? Who knows how long it takes to and. And everything changed because of Julio showing up. We've we've never been in a position since him that we did not have a NFL receiver on the roster, and yeah. that it is, never happened in our history. It is it's it's really ridiculous because it's like we've we've kind of gone from <clears throat> uh, 
I guess, cornerback you to linebacker you, or maybe linebacker you to quarterback you, you to running, running back you, you to, to wide receiver, receiver you. you. It's insane. And, I mean, with three, uh, you know, Heisman nom- uh, nominated quarterbacks in the same fucking quarterback room mm-hmm. <laughs> since there 2017. Might, I, there's probably been a Bolitnikoff winner in every recruiting oh, yeah. class, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there there probably is. Ridley, Judy. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Um, they uh what's what's really like talking about what what could have been is uh my favorite thing before like the world started burning uh was to look at a a four-year-old or maybe three-year-old Devonte smith tweet saying uh with respect i am decommitting from the university of georgia please respect my commitment and so many georgia fans are saying i don't know if that's a good jo- a good idea man we have kirby and some name i've never heard of which i don't know if you would <clears throat> um promote a a defensive-minded head coach to, right. you know, but, um, and then just to see everybody's like, man, you're making a mistake, bro. And then just mm-hmm. to see people like responding four years later with like just pictures of Devonte Smith, um, Devonte Smith, cute kid or cutest kid in the entire world. Oh, is Those that, baby uh, pictures. pictures. Yeah. The, he, uh, he was a good looking kid back then too. We could say cute. We could say cute. Oh, maybe not good cute. looking. Good looking. Is... Same thing. <laughs> sexy. He was a he was a sexy he was a sexy boy. He's he was not your boy a sexy toy. Boy, not a boy toy though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it's it is crazy that, and it's also crazy that winning a Heisman is not the like the Mark Ingram one year was just you're so jazzed up like oh my god it might happen it might happen. The Derrick Henry year, Derrick Henry was the same way. Um, it should, who was his competition freezer like it was tight. I think Deshaun Watson that year was uh, I don't know if he finished second or third, but he had a great year. That was yeah. his junior or his yes. sophomore yes. year because yeah. he he came back the next year and won it all. Incredible. We'll say that. Every time Alabama wins a Heisman, the haters will always say, hate, "Will always say it was a weak year for a Heisman." You're right about. I remember motherfuckers telling me the year that Ingram won that fucking Toby Gerhardt should have won. I like kiss my black ass. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, I think in the year that Derrick Henry won, I think Christian McCaffrey came in second. You're right, Freezer. So it was, and, uh, Alabama and beat Stanford twice because it Heisman. was Stanford again. Yeah. It was Gerhardt and just really weird because yeah. that's two. Also, two like they're all running backs too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Devontae Smith, uh, first ever AP player of the year, uh, to, to win it as a, as a running, uh, a wide receiver, mm-hmm. <clears throat> although that has a less storied history. It started in 1998. So I'd but, never heard of the award until they <laughs> won it last week. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, uh, to, to have him beat out Trevor Lawrence, um, which is really surprising that Trevor Lawrence never, never won a Heisman. Well, um, he just missed it because um, last year Joe Burrow yeah, had the, the best year of a quarterback ever. Um, and then the year prior to that, he was a freshman. Freshman. Kyler Murray. So, yeah. Kyler Murray was, was there. Too, and yeah. so, yeah. And this was, I mean, it was his to lose. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I was very happy to see that, <laughs> like, Clemson, a lot of Clemson people were blaming Dabo. And his ranking of Ohio State for losing Trevor Lawrence to Heisman. Like, uh, it just, on, I think it just didn't happen. Trevor didn't play enough games. He and, didn't play yeah. enough games. If, just... if he beats Notre Dame, if he's there to beat Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they cl- they clubber a couple other teams, and he runs up his numbers, maybe it's possible. But you know, the one hand catch in the destruction of LSU probably sealed the deal. That and the Arkansas punt return. Yeah, and just just, the punt return. Like, look, man, there's no doubt about it. For 
for a statement. They had to give it to somebody other than a quarterback this year because the best quarterback other than Trevor Lawrence, the best quarterback that played all season was his teammate. And Mm -hmm. Matt Jones looked like a much better quarterback because of Devontae Smith. Freezer and I said it 15 times this season. uh, Devontae bailed out Mac on that play. Yeah. It happened a lot. But it was uh, overall a good ceremony. You know, there's uh, more college football awards that come out this week. You know, the rest of the Davey O'Briens and Bolitnikoff. So I'm sure Alabama will win a couple more. I mean, that Lou Groza, Lou, uh, Lou Groza, Groza for, uh, for uh, Riker. Duke Walker, yeah. Najee, hit we'll me see. with that Duke. Can you imagine if an Alabama kicker wins the Groza? I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> I didn't have that on my 2020 bingo oh, card. I want the Heisman ceremony to be virtual every year. I thought this television experience was much improved. Question. Um, so they acted like there was this, this was a big surprise, but they um, – and <clears throat> obviously everybody was uh, – you know, Trevor Lawrence was in wherever and Trask was wherever. And Mac and Devontae were um, sitting next to each other, uh, six feet apart. Mm-hmm. But they had the Heisman there. So do yeah. you think, like, Mac thought, like, there was a chance? Mm-hmm. They said <laughs> that there was one at every location. I thought there's only there can only be one. That's a well, Highlander. You're thinking about the Highlander trophy. Shit. Sure. Shit. Yeah. They definitely said that there was one at every one, so just in case, you know. Well, the fun part was the other the non winners, it was a cake. It was actually <laughs> a go. husband cake that they got to cut into. <laughs> that is I a just... twenty twenty <laughs> meme. Is it cake? <laughs> oh, gosh, I, I bet it was that. that I cool bet ass dude cakes. who was sitting next to Trevor Lawrence got the biggest piece of that cake. Because there was a cool motherfucker beside Trevor Lawrence. Man, could Trevor Lawrence's wife fiance look a little more disinterested less disinterested just popping some gum wearing a wearing a fur coat that young lady has she's earned her stripes she 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 married him pre-nfl check she did she married that horse face she probably was probably also hungry she was probably watching you know the the draft order and could see this guy was going to get picked she's just a gold digger I think it's true love. By the way, guys, <clears throat> um, I have something to reveal. Ooh. This is something I am uh, that hit me the moment that uh, that poor horse face bastard lost. And he sat down in, in his, uh, for his post-game press conference. And some, I'm going to call her poor reporter, did not have herself muted and said, man, Trevor's really got to – shaved that mustache it's looking pretty crusty and even then he said with absolute class and grace well he laughed it off and he said thank you i am here to report that i now am a fan of trevor lawrence he did go pro today so you know you can move on to you're free yeah this isn't out of ordinary i'm a i'm a big cam newton fan um scam newton uh trevor lawrence uh down with um the first one for me was when um not sean alexander stephen davis uh who yeah when stephen davis left uh i was like okay i can stop hating you you just like carolina panthers is that what it is (laughs) yeah i think that's all it is (laughs) um but uh did anybody i tried to see when they when they listed all the heisman when they had all the little pictures of all the heisman winners did oj make the cut yeah, he was in the golf course. 
Sweet. I think hey, he sold his Heisman, there, right? It's the juice. Or didn't get stolen or something? It got, it got he, stolen. He still, he still he won it. He went to jail it. for stealing it back. Oh, okay. He went to jail for taking his, his I, property back. Yeah, he, it, it was sold to cover his I murdered your son bill. Mm-hmm. And then he went to get it back at a hotel room, and that's what they got him for. Mm-hmm. But if, if, uh, if Trevor Lawrence had played for any other college, he would have been my favorite non-on-my-team player. Like, the dude seemed to be – he handled COVID – well, like he he expressed his need. He marched with with the uh, yeah, black handled athletes. social justice. Well, he, he got to talk to Trump this you know, off season to get football going. Yeah, you know he's he, the face of that, and and he handled it with some grace. Like he didn't just I want to play. He, he he wasn't his coach. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he was like I understand what's going on, but we need to play, and I, that's a fi- I'm fine with that. But no, like the kids seem to be pretty damn cool. Uh, seemed like a good dude. If we can uh, kind of take that as a segue into the coaching conversation, <clears throat> this isn't necessarily related to the coaching carousel or the Alabama lost Sark. It's been two weeks, so we, we've got a lot to cover. But, like, Dabo Swinney, um, Hankins, you and I were talking about this uh, uh, offline and how, like, you know, of course we all hate coach speak. We all hate, like, you know – Let's be clear. I'm not going to be the next coach of the University of Alabama, mm-hmm. um, you know. But there, there's a line, right? Like, there's a difference between that and Dabo. Well, um, is Dabo the other extreme of just like this? Isn't cute, right? Um, we were talking. I, I heard, and I, you might remember his name, Shoney, because you called it. Uh, but he is an ESPN or somebody. He's on the radio. Um, he went to Kentucky, and he was oh yeah, he Matt, was Matt Davis fit to be tied yeah. about Dabo, and it was the first time that I'd heard someone speak about him the exact same way that we did. And there's a lot of people that don't like Dabo and who are tired of his shtick, but they they tend to handle it with a certain level of kid gloves. But we just come out here and say fuck that dude, never Dabo. But he essentially said that in the in the way that Matt Jones, Matt Jones, Matt Jones, yeah. And um, he 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 summed it up well. He said. He's somehow the perfect mixture of arrogant and corny, which is hardly something you ever get to see. And that's what he is. And he's a dude who has been rewarded for not having a filter. Um, he's been a dude who's always propped up. And he, he does the thing that I think aggravates me the most. I am not against anyone who expresses their faith. I'm not bothered by that. What I don't like is somebody that uses it as a shield to say dumb shit and get away with it. And I feel like he plays that card too much. I agree. Uh, like you said, I've never been a fan of him. Don't want him to be our coach. Um, but I will give him a small kudos for ranking Ohio State 11th and then, you know, not being afraid to defend it. He was just is, like, look. Uh, they is he the dream game. of the dreamer nightmare? Oh, that's right. We are in the month of January, which means it's time for the January segment of the month. Dream or nightmare of the week. Hankins, hit the theme. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself... What a wonderful world. 
and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I forget how like soothing yet scary that theme gets. You know, it starts off with the beautiful imagery of a wonderful world and gonna tell you. slurs and ugh. it it like it's different today. <laughs> it does, don't it? Yeah, you know, anything if, if, can go bad. If you were to show me a uh, a, a raccoon, uh, uh, a, a ma- again now, Lou Holtz. A MAGA, a MAGA wearing the Takanuki suit from Super Mario Three. That's okay. a good pull. I'm sorry I stepped on that joke because you were working for it. That <laughs> sit in the in the in in on, on the in the well of the Senate. All right, just just go with your dream of nightmare. Okay. So the, the, the dream of the week is one Dabo Sweeney for you know telling it like it is about Ohio State, and he backed it up. He didn't shy away from it or say. Well, you know, he didn't back it up. They lost by thirty points. Or like say you know the sports information director filled out his ballot. Like yeah. sometimes the coaches let him do. He, he you know he defended it. Sure. Um, but I guess hearkening back to Hankins' point of, you know, he's a yokel. He's a you know the religious yokel who. Uh, religion for him, it works. It's made him prosperous, so he doesn't get why other people just don't do what he did. Yep. You know, it was easy. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah. I guess, my original point is like, no one's ever gonna be Steve Spurrier ever again, right? No. Um, Dabo's n- not Steve Spurrier, but like pe- people, people like Steve Spurrier because he told it like it is, and he's not always going to give you the coach well, speak, etc. Steve Spurrier was witty and clever. Yeah, that is the difference. Mm-hmm. Like Steve Spurrier, no matter if Dabo's a hypocrite ass, asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dabo's not clever. He's All dressed up as Oshawa. Yes. Mike Mike Leach, Mike Leach, when he wasn't, if Mike Leach had never sort of opened up the kimono and let all of his political leanings sort of droop out, we might have thought of him a little differently um, because he said crazy, wacky shit that was funny at times. It was crazy as hell, but it was sure, my, something different. My issue with Leach is that I don't think they were even political leanings. I think he's just a, a moron that crazy believes in conspiracy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. nut job. It's um, not just the eccentricity. He probably got arrested in D.C. today. Yeah. Probably. It's, it's, but, it's or awesome. not because they only arrested 15 out of 20,000 people. Yeah, but, whatever. but Dabo, on the other hand, um, he, you can see through his shit. Like if Dabo had been the one wearing that ONN shirt or ONN, that's not right. It's OAN. OAN was the onion news network, which oddly <laughs> enough about the same. Um, if Dabo had been wearing that OAN shirt. He would, I mean, he is, he's, he's fucking Gundy. That's they're the same dude. Yeah. Like the, and I think for us too, um, because we all grew up in Alabama, we know a thousand Dabos. Yes. And yes. that, is that hurts a little bit more. It rubs us the wrong way more with him and the storming of the field and the fucking pizza party and all yeah. that shit. Um, I the understand. The pizza party. I understand Clemson year one when they win the title, they go a little bonkers. I'll give you that Clemson. It's Clemson. You're Clemson. It's new to you. And once it's like 47, 50, whatever. Right. You're not used to being a big school. And then Dabo had to, had to really change the culture of Clemsoning. That was a word we used. I'll give them that one. But yeah, their biggest you... claim to fame was the Bowden Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. I will yes. say to Harkin, I know where Hankins is going. Before the 18 title game, uh, Clemson, you know, 
were traveling around, you know, the San Jose area, going from the airport to the hotel to the practice facility. Dabo said like, uh, and it was real weird because it made no sense. San Jose, Hankins has been there. It's a metropolitan area. It's a city. You know, they've got buildings, they've got hotels. The Bart runs right out there, Freezer. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just cement, buildings, there's parks. But Dabo was like, yeah, when we rolled into here, a tumbleweed rolled past. And he was being serious. It's like, dude, he you aren't the in the place. desert. He went to the wrong What place. are you talking about, dude? You got to go past Stanford, uh, Stanford to get there, you motherfucker. It wasn't a bit either, but there wasn't a tumbleweed. So I don't know what he was talking about. Not to he, mention, you came from Clemson, South Carolina. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is Silicon Valley. This is, there's millionaires, like, on every block. What are you talking about this tumbleweed? But anyway, sorry, Hankins, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, but. So they got that one title and then continued. They didn't start acting like people who were the Blue Bloods. And Clemson, under him, is a Blue Blood program. Mm -hmm. They've been in the national championship game most years. Yeah. I mean, like, they've been in the playoffs every time but one, right? Yeah. That's it. That missed one. Yeah. But no, you, you have to act according to your station. Um, they are. I think they've missed the playoffs the same amount of times that we have. They've, yes. they've missed, they've lost in the first round the same amount of time that we have, or maybe twice. They've, they've lost, they've twice lost twice. The We've round. lost once. Yeah. Um, and although we are two and two against each other, their two wins against Alabama coming the national championship yep. game. Our two wins, one won the champ, uh, one in the semi, and they're equal in the in the Saban era, or in the in the playoff era, they're equal, and everybody and their brother expected them to be there this year. And when you mm-hmm. have that expectation, you have to act like a fucking champion. Yeah, I will say just just to compare him to Nick Saban. Everyone knows Nick Saban is Kim is probably uh, he's an a hole. He's mm-hmm. a dick. Probably hard to work for probably hard to play for but when he talks or gives interviews he's not gonna bs you he's just gonna he does do coach speak sometimes but when you get him in a personal he seems more personable or more real he You're comes like, off i think that's it freezer authentic saban seems authentic Davos yeah. seems like he's working a gimmick all the time go ahead yeah. shawnee i cut you off no i uh saban will do coach speak and you know there's always this tinge of <clears throat> either whatever he's going to answer your question with, even though I'm sure he loves these reporters that he works with. Like there's no way Saban hurt, uh, say, uh, Nick Saban hates uh, Cecil Hurt. Yeah. No. You know, yeah. Yeah. like, so, um, but you always get, even if it's Cecil asking him a question in, in a, in a post game or, you know, a, a midweek in- interview, you always get that in his mind, Nick Saban's inner monologue is either prefacing or punctuating his answer with, I, I do not have time for this shit. Yeah. Yes. Which I guess <laughs> rubs doesn't. people the wrong way. <laughs> like I, I will get texts from people that I never talked to during Alabama games saying I fucking hate Nick Saban. I'm like, I don't know why. Like, you know, he, he actually gives a whole shitload to charity. Um, it was found out he gave like, you know, X number of millions of dollars anonymously, but they found out who it was to the uh, Tuscaloosa tornado, like reclamation project. Um, they uh, or recovery project. They weren't reclaiming a tornado, but the, they, <laughs> <laughs> like maybe you know have a, have an ounce of understanding at a, at a guy who like 
uh, is maybe a little short with a reporter at halftime when he has 19 minutes and now 48 seconds, 47 seconds, 46 yeah. seconds to like make some halftime adjustments and talk shit into 60, 18 year olds. How about like, that? How about get working, working headphones? ESPN? How about you just talk louder? You're six feet apart. I mean, shit. But yeah, and that, you know, and obviously we have, we're doing going to defend Saban because he's, of course. Yeah, of course. That's very true. But, you look at like Cecil Hurt's a great example. Cecil Hurt is the 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 senior beat writer for Tuscaloosa News. Um, Thank you for sorry. Cecil is not scared to tell it like it is. If Cecil like Cecil was hard on Shula, Cecil was hard on anybody. And while there's not a whole lot to be critical about football wise, if Saban was a a true asshole. Cecil Hurt would tell you that. It yeah. would, even mm-hmm. if he didn't come out and say it, it would be belied in his writing about Saban. And I never get that feeling from reading yeah. anything Cecil Hurt. Also, a diehard uh, Alabama basketball reporter, which is very difficult to do these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which leads me to the nightmare of the week. Oh, shit. This goes to one... Um, Dan Mullen. For laying an egg in the orange bowl, you come in all high and mighty with your eight and three record, uh, rank number seven. Even though you lost two in a row, you didn't really drop in the rankings. Everyone gave you the benefit of the doubt because you got a high flying offense. Even though you threw a shoe in one game, you got uh, gave up fifty points in another game. We still believe in you, coach. And then you go out there in the orange bowl, or sorry, the cotton bowl, um, and you know. Your top three receivers aren't playing. Your best tight end isn't playing. Your Heisman Trophy candidate goes out there and throws three interceptions in the, like the first half or was first, the first quarter. quarter. First quarter. Um, first quarter. That to me, my friends, uh, is the nightmare of the week. That's a nightmare. Or, they got embarrassed. Don't forget about Mullen now, like flirting with three different professional teams. Correct. Oh yeah. Who is, he I loses three games in a row, and all of a sudden, like he's ready to leave Gainesville. I would be Which fucking like. Man. I, mean, I feel like that's just got to be the Jimmy Sexton get me a raise move. Surely no NFL team is going to hire Dan Mullen, but hey. I don't see what the, the allure is. I, I don't know. I don't either. I don't, know why, too I don't long. know why the Jaguars want fucking Urban Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we move on to other coaches, I do have to uh, – you brought up Matt Jones, uh, Hankins. Um, do you know that Matt Jones and you need to, like – begin a partnership together no okay so uh matt jones is the um founder of kentucky sports radio he's written uh he almost ran against mitch mcconnell for uh senate Mm -hmm. uh he he has a book called mitch please um and he uh bought a majority stake in ohio valley wrestling this week that's the second time i've been told to go to ohio valley wrestling in 24 hours and our buddy our buddy harrison um whose team won the north carolina state championship this year university of kentucky um you know mentioned earlier this week that that you and him need to need to get together um yeah i do need to meet matt jones we're just gonna talk about dabo i'll start a whole fucking angle about that <laughs> man I'll i tell you be dabo yeah you talk about being a fucking great heel Joan said he hopes to increase the company's presence locally and nationally and build the Al Snow Wrestling Academy, which was included in the deal, into a powerhouse program. Yeah. 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 I hope Head shows up. 
Uh, you know Head gonna be there. Remember he was Head tag go. team partners with Steve Blackman for oh, for a while. Yeah, he Head was man. Cheese, they won. They won Head the cheese. Did they have the tag team? I was it a hardcore a tag run. team? No, I think they just had the tag title. Okay. I think. I okay. Best tag team ever. Why did I love Steve Blackman so much? He's yeah, the most boring. Blackman. It's wonderful. He was very vanilla. The most vanilla. I mean, his name was Steve Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> and he was white. But he wore black pants. But he had those kendo sticks. And he was a man. And the black um, would come on and he would... <laughs> Let's let's run through the. Uh, I, I forget where we left off two weeks ago in the college. None of the bowl games really started, yeah. so we we'd sort of taken a break after the SEC title game. Do you have any crazy bowls that that you loved? Uh, we we talked about Ole Miss LSU, the right? The, the Mississippi the the Mississippi State fight was wonderful. Yeah, um, that was a fucking real live action. Do we even know what started that? Uh, it, it, it was, it started in pregame. Like it yeah. was a chippy okay. ass game. Um, I don't know. I don't know what did it, but they just weren't here for it. And my favorite part was it just because of when that bowl fell, that meant that Trevor Maddox was the, uh, the in-studio analyst. Mm-hmm. And he was the perfect guy to have on there for that. Because at first it was, he was covering for football. Like, ah, you know, things happen in a game and, you know, these things get, popped off and sometimes it's ugly I know but you know that's football you got to keep it between the whistles and all that and then he saw then he started watching the footage and he got mad yeah he was like whoa and he was fucking (laughs) furious by the end (laughs) they were analyzing it like the JFK like assassination tape they They were were going frame by frame rewinding it getting different angles uh he got really caught up on wanting to know what was said to get it started like trevor they were chippy somebody said something and the shit popped off and it was and then he wanted uh, criminal charges filed (laughs) (laughs) he ran the gamut of emotions for that brawl yeah it wasn't a good look for it for either team especially the mississippi state player that tried to kick that guy and then ran off Mm -hmm. uh you know (laughs) wasn't great um surprised that uh it was a win for the sec over a ranked team so sec sec just means more just sec more. by the way went six and two in bowl uh-huh. games this six year only more than the acc six yeah. more than the acc who went oh and six didn't oh. win one yeah. not even their team their one team <laughs> yeah not even the notre dame who's like a sort of a team this year yeah, the, the six Ag SEC game. teams are they're all wins over top twenty-five opponents, so that was that's good. And Florida and Auburn's the one that screwed the poop, oh, so I'll yeah. take it. I'll mm-hmm. take it. Mm-hmm. God knows what would have happened if Tennessee mm-hmm. was able to play their bowl game. <laughs> um addition by subtraction, boys. It was it was pretty embarrassing because I think uh Ole Miss was a or Tulsa was a <clears throat> a point and a half favorite over at Mississippi State. Yeah. This is yeah. what happens when you let three and seven teams go. Yeah. 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 Kudos to teams like Ole Miss, who I thought were good all year, but they kind of just lost some close games and they beat Indiana, who was like number seven in the coaches' poll. And, uh, and that fucking that Texas A&M game was a fucking banger. That was the like, best that game. That was getting after it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that if, if they can, I mean, Kellen Mond could come back, right? He could, but he and uh, Jimbo Fisher had a weird, like, three-minute hug after the game, which made me think uh, they were just whispering sweet nothing into each other's ears. It was a, it was a good luck. Thank you for everything. 
Um, Kellen Mond, he, he's done. Texas yeah. A&M will have to make some changes next year. They didn't make a convincing argument that they should have been in the playoff because that game was tied with like seven minutes to go. Uh, you know, but good for them that they won. Do you think that fourth. was the most pressure uh, outside of maybe Cincinnati um, for yeah. anybody? Yeah, I, thought I, think, that, I forgot Georgia and Cincinnati was a really true. fun game too. Yeah, but I think you're right. Uh, Texas A&M definitely had something to prove. So uh, a loss would have just been detrimental because it would yeah. have just been more fuel to the, hey, you didn't really belong. Um, they didn't run away with it, but neither did Georgia no. uh, in that Cincinnati and game. Georgia probably should have lost if Georgia just doesn't wake up halfway through the fourth yeah. quarter. And Cincinnati had some bad time management at the end of the game. They could have run some more time off, mm-hmm. but they decided to throw on a third down mm-hmm. and stop the clock. All right. Here's the thing. I don't want to say it, but I got to say it. As an as a, as a intrepid journalist, I got to say this. Um, Take a note, Dennis Dodd. Did, uh, did I miss the place where, Co- where Kirby gained 40 pounds? Is that just <laughs> – like, what was it on that day that made Look, him man, look you're so looking much- good nowadays. You're looking pretty good nowadays. You don't have to resort to fat shaming. I don't, been- I'm just saying, did I miss it? It was it's the fine. indoor lighting, I think. I think you're right, Freezer. Mm-hmm. That may be right. And also, Lane Kiffin could drop a few LBs as well. He just, maybe he just wasn't wearing a flattering out. But, however, I'll give Kirby this much. Um – it's not – it hasn't worked out as good as it could at Georgia. They're probably <laughs> about where they were under Mark Rick. If you could almost say he has the Rick stuff. <laughs> you could say that. But I'll give him this. Nobody fucking loves their job at their alma mater more than that motherfucker. He bleeds that shit. By the way, uh, this must have been a month ago. We haven't talked about this, but – or maybe we did. I can't remember. <clears throat> uh, Georgia game – I feel like they lost it. Kirby Smart, there was there was a replay of maybe like a, a, a dropped catch or a dropped interception, and Kirby Smart legitimately like just jumped 16 feet in the yes, air. Yes, yes, yes. I think that was Georgia, Florida. And I understand that he was a safety, but like he's also three foot one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, as we just pointed out, a little heavier than he was when he played. <laughs> I mean, if if you were to like, he's not Terry Bowden, but like he's not Terry Bowden. Uh, Terry Bowden has put on like six hundred pounds. <laughs> Terry Bowden, the uh, the, uh, the new wolves. coach somewhere, the right? Red Wolves, the brand new coach of the uh, University of Louisiana Monroe. Oh, he went. That's right. He was Louisiana Monroe. He went. He went yeah. from Clemson grad assistant somehow. He was a graduate assistant. His uh, his actual <laughs> title was graduate assistant. He's sixty four year old graduate assistant at the. Football. At, at Clemson University. Oof. Just trying to get a minute with Dabo, and Dabo's just fucking kayfabing him. Nope. Just sorry, no. but Dabo keeps calling him Terry. He's like uh, uh, Tobias Funke in uh, Arrested. <laughs> He's like around the, the, the water cooler. He's like, wow, this Tobias, this Terry Bowden, some kind of something, huh? <laughs> but yeah, bowl season was welcome. I, I had a lot of those games on. I can't say that I really dug into a lot of them but there were some fucking fun ones in there man hey that liberty coastal carolina game was the shit that was true. without a doubt my fucking favorite it's just crazy as hell just a drunk ass football game oh my god um yeah like uh oklahoma state miami was pretty nuts 37 34 yeah miami's quarterback tore his acl in the game so 
kind of bum bummed out their season. Alabama plays them if all things hold uh, first game next year. So maybe he can rehab and have a good performance. Yeah. Is he yeah. not? I feel like he was just, he's been in the, he's been in the league for, for four I think years. He's, he's, been a, he, he's been there for a while. He's is just he working on his third team. He started yeah, at Houston. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. He, it, it, when those guys transfer, man, it just throws everything mm-hmm. off because it feels mm-hmm. like those fuckers. Kellen Mond, the same way. Like, yeah. no, if he's not a transfer, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. And Jared sorry. Garantano, but he's not a transfer, too. <laughs> well, there were two big bowl games that mm-hmm. did something. Where do you want to start talking tide or the other one? Let's go with the other one. Yeah. So, in the other one, it was the Sugar Bowl between number two Clemson and number three. Uh, yeah, number three, Ohio State. Yep. Ohio State, who limped in with a 6-0 and record, uh, ranked number 11 by Dabo, uh, versus Trevor Lawrence and the mighty Clemson Tigers. Uh, the game started out pretty even for about a quarter or a half, and then second half was all Ohio State. Um, I don't know if it was just because that one Clemson uh, – uh, safety or linebacker got ejected, but Clemson's defense. The first half, yeah. Uh, Clemson's defense just could not hold down. So Clemson Justin was Fields. missing a safety coming mm-hmm. into the first half because of the mm-hmm. previous game. And well, that's only two points, though. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're right, Shawnee. Uh, uh, you're right. It was just two points. <laughs> and then they lost another. First of all, Clemson leads the league in dickhead linebackers who wear cowboy collars. <laughs> I'm sorry, I laughed over that. Dickhead linebackers who what? Wear cowboy collars, and I'm not here for oh, it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. infuriates me. A neck, a neck, one of those neck guards just makes me furious. My, uh, it's the neck guards and the long blonde hair. It's like the Clay Matthews effect. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't yeah. fucking stand. But it. you know, I see why he wore it because he loves to spear people right in the fucking spleen with the top yeah. of his head. Crown of the um, helmet, you know. I don't like to be put to in hurt. any position to say anything good about the Ohio State University, but the Justin Fields performance was awe-inspiring. Like mm-hmm. I saw, when that dude got hit in his fucking shit, I thought it was a done deal. I didn't think I was, you know, I kept saying he had a dick full of blood because he had to have some sort of internal injury. Some like that did not issues. look like, mm-hmm. yeah, that didn't look like a, a regular football injury. That looked like an internal injury. And, you know, they say it was his ribs, but, and I guess, I mean, obviously it was, but that's what they say it is. It is, but like he grimaced, he missed one play, came back and threw a touchdown. Yeah. And then just struggled the rest of the game every time he wasn't taking the ball. But every time he got the ball, he made those fuckers pay for it in fades and yeah he threw six touchdowns uh was pretty much unstoppable mm-hmm. um not just him but their running game they were just able to rip rip clemson to shreds which we hadn't seen since last year's game in new orleans too where right. uh they they got destroyed by lsu which uh i thought clemson was a better team i'm, I'm surprised i guess it was ohio state's best game of the year it's the, a good time to use it yeah, and, uh, and that hit seemed to change everything. The fact yeah. that he didn't cower in the face of that, those guys stood up for him was like, we're, if, if our quarterback's going to do it, then – and Ohio State's pass defense is one of the worst of all the, of all the good teams mm-hmm. in the country. They're one of the worst. Everybody just thought they were going to get carved up. They didn't. And honestly, that game's not as close as even the score said it was. Yeah. Like, there, I thought maybe Clemson would get back into it, but they never did, and Etienne could never get going, and Sermon just kept going. And, you know, in the first half, 
Venerable's defense doesn't know where to line up. Yeah. And and Ryan Day kicks it into hyperdrive and starts going fast on them, and they they never they never got back in it. They never they were just reeling and they kept reeling. They never straightened up. Yeah, just I guess it just didn't happen to be Clemson's year. Um, I thought for sure we were headed for another Alabama Clemson rematch. So, I, you know, is first. that the fact that Clemson had not played a team worth a damn all year? I mean, does that have something to do with it? That when somebody's who can punch you in the mouth. Yeah, I mean, we all we all sort of knew Notre Dame was a fraud, and that was, uh, you know, Clemson in their second chance with them, you know, destroyed them. So I guess we'd all sort of bought in on, hey, Clemson's back, you know. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the schedule, like you're saying, Hankins, the rest of the ACC, Clemson never had to play North Carolina, which is probably the third best team. Uh, so there wasn't a whole lot of meat on the bone. So I, I th- but I also thought the same thing about Ohio State because. I didn't think Indiana was very good, and that was Ohio State's best win. So what do I know now? It didn't look good in that game. Could have lost that game. Yeah. I think we need more data points on Ohio State, honestly. Yeah, and the thing about Ohio State to sort of forecast is I still don't know who they are. If they're the team that I saw last week. They'll win. They should win. They should win. Like, Mm -hmm. they have all the things that will beat a struggling Alabama defense. Um, But if they're the team that played Indiana – I don't know. I don't know who mm-hmm. they – I don't know if they just – I don't know. Like, I I try not to buy into bulletin board material. Like, you know, as a thing. Like, those guys are hyper-focused already. That's all they're training to do. They're ready to play. But maybe if you – They have, woke up you know, feeling the cheesiest. They did wake up feeling the cheesiest that, on fucking New Year's Day. They woke up feeling the cheesiest. Mm-hmm. And maybe little shit like that is the difference because – they're all top 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 prospects, sure. top athletes. They're good coaches, great programs. All those things are essentially equal. Question: Do you think that <clears throat> there have been so? I mean, Saban's been blown out before. Let's 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 take out his first year. So fucking thirty percent of his career losses in Tuscaloosa, but. <clears throat> uh, Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma, championship against uh, uh, Clemson. Um, I'm not ready to call the semis against Ohio State in 14 no, or 15, that was whatever a giant it was, a, a blowout. And, but yeah, like up 21 to six, you think there aren't these blowouts and these uh, like obviously like the teams aren't motivated pa- uh, playing Bama past the fact that they're playing Bama because Saban isn't so fucking childish that he gives the other team these bulletin board material quotes. Yeah. There's never going to be any extra. And very infrequently has there been something that an Alabama player says. Like maybe yeah. one, one time Marcel Darius said something. Yeah. Like, yeah. The only person that says something now is Kristen Saban, who needs to shut her I'm, he, I'm glad you brought that up, Fraser. I meant to say that earlier. She we blocked gotta, me on Twitter. We got to ask that young lady <laughs> to just. Because of this? or No, no. She, it was the Ole Miss. Send? It was the Ole Miss weekend. This and Ole Miss freakend. Old, it was sorry. It was it was it was the cold miss freak freakend, and was Fred Lamont? We Fred Lam was was only a mere weeks away, and just like every red blooded American Alabama football fan, we were we were tweeting fire Pete Golden every time Ole Miss completed the pass. Yeah, and of course, Kristen Saban tweeted, "I block more Alabama fans than any other SEC SEC team." Uh, combined, let that sink in. 
And so this was the next day, and I, I responded, yeah, no, we're terrible. We're, we're absolutely terrible. The worst. Except for that fucking Pete Golden, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> really? It's like, twist that knife. I love it's it. It's like just because you met Pete Golden once doesn't mean yeah. like, you know. I mean, your dad had some bad things to say to him on the sideline of the fucking SEC championship game. <laughs> he, went, he went down to his, his, his level. <laughs> he did. Yeah, but if, um, if we want to talk about uh, bulletin board material, so – Kristen Saban sent out a tweet yesterday, which has been since been deleted. There was a story that came out that Ohio State was experiencing some COVID issues and they were possibly maybe considering postponing the championship game. And so Kristen Saban uh, tweeted something to the effect of, uh, this is all BS, it's garbage, it's just an excuse because they don't want to play us, yada, yada, yada. They're afraid and whatnot. Well, they said uh, she she said that um, they wanted to give Justin Fields more time oh, to okay. heal, okay. which is exactly I think what I told you guys. Oh no, exactly. that was the common thread. I hate it when everybody else fucking said it. I think that's just dumb. So that's like dumb sports take that I we that's be fine. People are allowed to have dumb sports takes. I I don't know no, why she no, got they're not. Into... <laughs> no, they are not. I don't know where so the fuck that shit will got that, started. Will that no. inspire them? Is is are you afraid of that being the bulletin war material, or do you think the other thing where you were saying it's everyone's so laser focused anyway? Like the that's not bulletin board just, material. That's it's it, it's the it's, coach's it, daughter said uh, we are scared to play them is not bulletin board material because Bullshit, of a specific. Well, yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? So that's worth if, like ten if, points, twelve if points. Kristen Kristen Ugh. Jones, uh, one of the Houndstooth twins, has said it. Okay, who gives a shit? That's a dumb shit fan. This is the very outspoken, very uh, in very present on social media. Coach of the daughter of Nick Saban, or daughter of the coach Nick Saban. No, 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 no. Coach, coach of the, the daughter, daughter Nick Saban. You can't say it. You can't. You can't take it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just, and it's a dumb take. More than anything, that's a dumbass take, especially when it's COVID shit. And you know, you can't say shit about no COVID shit. All I'm saying is, no team should be able to postpone a game because of COVID, because that is part of coaching. And Nick Saban has been relatively good at it. He's only caught it twice. But how, how many of his players have? How many of his players have? Question mark. No one knows for sure. Exactly. Her old-ass daddy had it twice. You got to put a pin in that, Chris. Mm-hmm. It's fucking we, This is national championship time. Also, let's talk about the shit that's on the line for Nick Saban. An opportunity to avenge an embarrassing loss in the national championship two years ago. Yeah. And, and opportunity. Pretty- to win his seventh championship, opportunity to equal Bear Bryant at Alabama, pass Bear Bryant overall, put a button on it until it's over. After this shit is over, you can talk all the shit you want. That's true. Again, I fussed about Dabo just 45 minutes ago. Act like a fucking champion. That's what we are. Act yeah. like it. Yeah, it's not the best look for her to say it. It's like you said, just just wait till everything's over, then run your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Ohio State's good, and I don't think we need to uh, poke the bear anymore than we. I, I can guarantee that all of us watching that Ohio State performance all said the same thing: like, "Fuck, kind of wish we were playing Clemson." Yeah, and especially when it is a uh, a hit in the back of that quarterback for him to gut it out the way he did, yeah. and completely dirty. Oh, I'm gonna say dirty because I don't know the intention, but there, it could be can see inside his heart. Certainly, a an illegal play that got the player that hit him thrown out of the game. 
that it did it like the very definition of definition of targeting um you got to put a fucking pin in that baby you can't say that shit put that in the yeah, parking lot they're already gonna be motivated anyway it's a national championship game um i think rightly so justin fields if he had more games he could have been a heisman finalist if not the winner mm-hmm. um alabama is going to make a clean sweep of all the other awards this thursday with offensive line and outstanding defensive back so all those ohio state players are going to have a lot of motivation uh and then you throw this chris and saban thing on top man and i think it's a recipe ohio for state get to play the disrespect card yeah never yeah. And they get to now. And look what happened the last time they played that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. They beat the brakes off a really good football team. I mean, yeah. I get it. Like, they have, like, a like a porcelain Harlequin doll as their head coach. And he... <laughs> Is it he, those she, rosy cheeks? Why are they so rosy, dog? His oh. cheeks are so rosy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm a fair-skinned Irish chubby mm-hmm. boy. Like, mm-hmm. do you know? Do you know? Do you know how rosy these cheeks get? Especially in the cold during the PE highest, in fourth grade. <laughs> He's the highest achieving Charlie McDonough doll ever. <laughs> uh, predicts? Gosh. Uh, so Alabama was undefeated in 2016, lost in the championship game, was undefeated in 2018, lost in the championship Never game. Never won the title as number one. This is uh, an even-numbered year. I think Ohio State's going to win, and I never pick against Alabama, but I think Ohio State's going to win. Never have once. uh, 42 to 35. It's going to be a repeat score of the last one. I can't see anything that tells me we're going to stop them. Yeah. That defense just handed the Heisman runner-up his ass um there everything i'm always about the narrative and everything about the narrative says it's ohio state yep team of destiny pressure now and if i said if 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 i'm being take integrity i just said that did was clemson hurt by the fact that they didn't play a team that could punch them in the mouth all year i would argue we only played one and it was florida and that Got real, real fucking silly towards the end. Um, the only thing that might make the difference is if Justin Fields is not 100% and he doesn't have the adrenaline rush of these motherfuckers just tried to paralyze me, I'm going to make them pay. Like, that's the only – it, it will probably take- also won't have the adrenaline rush because half his body will be numb. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's fucking hooped up on whatever they shot him at, his ass in yeah. with that tent, in that tent. But um, – Everything tells me this is Ohio State's to lose because of the narrative. Now, um, well, can I can I stop you there though? Yeah, so we're equal footing on this. Podcast. So what what so what was the narrative as like uh, a sign like 2020 Alabama Ohio State to the 92 or 93 Sugar Bowl Alabama Miami? So we have a Heisman Trophy winner on one team. Mm-hmm. unstoppable offense allegedly mm-hmm. on the same team mm-hmm. um we have a team that's you know a blue blood but hadn't been there in a while coming in wants to reestablish themselves mm-hmm. um incredibly uh, accurate quarterback sure 
uh, running back who a running game that is coming into its own toward the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Jay Barker was a com- incredibly yeah, accurate really year, but look, he was actually six out of seven is not Thank you. sounds like fucking 90% to me, bud. Finished third in the Heisman the next year. Motherfucker must've been something. It's true. It's true. I, I will say that, you know, it stinks that, uh, Ohio state wasn't able to play more because I think that they're good. Um, you know, Alabama's had to play 12 games and as the results lost their center, lost, uh, who was an all American lost Jalen Waddle, who was an all American last year who may play, but still Ohio state hasn't had as many, uh, forks or obstacles in the way. Um, they're fresher. They haven't had to play, uh, what in the past since Thanksgiving, maybe what yeah. two games? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't even know anymore because they've been off and had stuff canceled. Now they had to play a much more difficult game. Physically. Sure. Clemson is leaps and bounds better than Notre Dame without question. So that might, it really comes down to, it comes down to fields health and can Waddle. Pete golden finally not be Pete golden. What can they do? Yeah. But like, but fields, if fields is healthy and can move around, we haven't played a quarterback anywhere near what he no. does this year. Um, maybe not in the last two years. It's honestly. kind of kind of weird. We haven't really brought up the fact that. Uh, do you think Ohio State Ohio State's defense can stop Alabama? Are we just are we too blessed is, and too big headed to think that no one I'm, stopped us so far, so it ain't gonna happen now? I would I would argue. That our last off, if our last offensive performance is indicative of what we are right now, we're not nearly as spectacular as we were. Um, I would say the same thing about the second half of the Florida game. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. That, 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 we got a little stagnant in that. Um, I would also add to the fact that our offensive coordinator just took yeah. a job at Texas. Um, we'll coach. We'll coach though. We'll coach for sure. But like he's wearing know, two hats. Yeah. He's a hat on a hat, which I hate. Hat on a hat, which is bad. We oh, all you love the hat on a hat. Oh, I do uh, love a hat on a hat. <laughs> so unless he's been saving them real, real good play. Now, if the Ohio State defense that played Indiana shows up, it will be sixty-three to forty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. If the Ohio State defense that played Clemson last week shows up. It might be 48-35. Did you say 63-48? Because that's exactly what I was going to say. Because I'm saying that like Alabama will beat Ohio State. I love it. 63-48. The exact same score as the Ole Miss game. Yeah. Wow. There will be an Alabama garbage touchdown late. But, like, the, the, the strength of Alabama is against any team, except for Clemson, basically, is that it doesn't matter what the, the, the halftime score is because Alabama plays 60 minutes. Clemson well, plays play 60 minutes. They play 48 minutes because they take the third quarter off here lately. Well, no, the, the, like years past. Yeah. yeah so, sure. so, so this year when you're talking about Florida, when you're, you know, shit, when you're, I mean, apparently they just decided to take their lunch at uh, 9 a.m. against Arkansas this year. But, like, you know, they, they go through these. So there's always going to be kind of a gap, but – I think it's going to be a, a, a high, a high flying affair. And uh, I don't know. I, th- I think Alabama comes out, comes out on top. It pains me. It pains me to pick, pick against Alabama, but I don't know. I just think that for whatever reason, it's just doesn't feel right. So I'd be interesting. I'd be interested to see if, uh, um, 
like <clears throat> the I guess three max games that uh, Ohio State played, like consecutive games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how they did the second week after actually playing a game. Yeah, and I don't be, mean that in a Davos win anyway. Sure. But. Yeah, no, no, that's interesting. Um, and like one, th- I think the thing that is scaring me the most right now is the way that Notre Dame moved the ball running. Yeah. They had long drives. And look, Notre Dame has an excellent offensive line. I think that line's probably going to win the unit of the year, a um, big unit for Notre Dame. Um, Randy Johnson Memorial Award. Mm-hmm. But those mm-hmm. – those eight-yard first-down runs yeah. and the inability to get off the fucking field on third down, um, though, if you give up that run to Sermon, it's not an eight-yard run. Mm-mm. It's a fucking touchdown. He breaks it on your ass. So this Ohio State team reminds me so much of that Ezekiel Elliott team that jailed against Alabama and then just rolled in the national championship game. Yeah. Like Tons of comparisons to Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot about that team that looks like that. And, again, they are just uniquely situated to give Alabama problems because they can do two things. They can move – the quarterback is mobile, and they can run the football. And, and also, add to that, that quarterback is incredibly accurate. I think he was like a 90 at a, at a quarterback rating this year, yeah. all year. So – Again, he did not have as many games to play to drag it down. Um, but they've got a lot of a ways to beat Alabama, and they displayed them all against Clemson. Yep. They're good. It's definitely probably the, the hardest team by and far. Alabama will play all year. Um, I just don't think it's going to happen for Alabama. See, I, I, th- I think Alabama's the team of destiny this year. Okay. No. I'd love it to be. We'll see. I'll be very I'll love happy. It too. Give it to me. <laughs> Get shoot it in my bank. Now, if if there was sort of a a Trump card here, ooh, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. president. Who do I trust to guide a team through a pandemic more than the process oriented Nick Saban? Like Ohio State has gotten COVID three times. Of course you would. <laughs> Like, so does they, our coach. <laughs> so has our coach. Yeah, he took it so his players didn't have to. Hope so dope so y'all don't have to. <laughs> Shit, but, man. But it is – this is Ryan Day's first rodeo as a head coach in this spot. Saban does it most years. So there, there is that. But, man, I just – I don't like how I feel about this game. I, I And a lot of that is I'm always going to hate depending on offense. I believe good defense is good every time, all the time. And I believe good offense is good when it can be. And we have not played anybody who has – Alabama has not looked across the field at the same amount of talent as them this year. And I think when they stare across that defense, while it has struggled, it is talented. And at any given point – and also – Ohio State's not going to be scared to throw at Patrick Sertain. They're not going to cut off one half of the field because mm-hmm. Sertain's over there mm-hmm. like Notre Dame did. Um, you can throw on them. Obviously, you can throw on them. Fucking Florida did it. Ohio- Ole Miss did it. Uh, so, one, 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 like, uh, <clears throat> one wild card here is if Jalen Waddle actually mm-hmm. – Oh, by the way, I, I, I finally watched The Last Dance. You know that part where Scottie Pippen, like, warms up at halftime against the Jazz? Like, what if what if they fucking, like, uh, what if they just, like, have Waddle 
out there in, in his dress blues, in his in his shoulder pads. Not he standing can, on a bench somewhere. He yeah. can be a good decoy, you know, put him in there and have him, I don't know, fake something out, you know? Why not? I mean, you can't, man, I can't imagine. <laughs> or if he just returns kicks. Yeah. yeah. Assuming there are kicks, because that means you got to get off the fucking field on third down. Which won't happen. <laughs> so... Um, the, the Waddle thing would be very if, – if he comes back at 85% and they don't have and, – and Sark has – or if Sark has, you know, taken time from being a Texas head coach to figure out how to use him in a reduced capacity just to make shit happen, it could be something that changes things. It, it, my God, if you do anything that opens things up for Devontae Smith, you got a fucking problem. That's yeah. the thing. You know, you've got if, – if, if Waddle's out there at 85%, you, and you have Devontae Smith, you have John Mechie, you have, you know, uh, fucking Slade Bolton fucking around. You have uh, uh, Jaleel White Billingsley, who is a, a tight end, but is like, you know, built like a wide receiver. You have like six, five or six fast motherfuckers that can catch a pass. Yeah. Obviously and not Najee, all. And Najee Harris, and who Najee. can do anything. Yeah. So. so I I don't know, guys. Like, I, I think Creel and my roles have reversed. Mm-hmm. Um, because I am so I'm on top, baby. You're on always, bottom. yeah, baby. First time for everything. Um, <laughs> the um, I'm a power bottom though. So the um, but no, like I I think this is it. I think I think they're going to take care of business. I think it's going to be a lot similar to the to the Notre Dame game. It's probably going to be like forty eight to twenty eight. But oh, I, I I think okay. that we're going to see the same flow as the uh, as the Notre Dame game. I am very excited. Usually, I'm just terrified for the national championship game. That's 48 35. 48 35. 48 That's 35. usually where I live. This year, I'm excited because I don't, I don't have a clue what's going to happen. Um, like the Clemson, and if I'm being honest, like Clemson is sort of a boogeyman team because mm-hmm. we see them so much. Um, and it's going to, it, you know, it's going to hurt so much to lose to fucking Clemson. Yeah. And it hurts to lose to Ohio State. It hurts to lose anybody. I'm not – but, like, at least this year's Ohio State team is not the evil monsters. You know, Urban's not there. Charlie McDonough is the head coach. Wonderful, fresh-faced, rosy-cheeked boy. Um, Justin Fields really did impress me. But mm-hmm. I, I'm going to love a gritty performance anytime I see one. And, and that thing was, was crazy. Um, so, I'm not – as terrified of how it's going to feel if we lose. Um, and, and quite frankly, it's a miracle that anybody's here after the fucking, after. I, you know, I, I, I kind of felt the same way uh, before the championship where, uh, you know, we lost at the last moment uh, Deshaun Watson to Hunter Renfro, but I felt like shit afterwards. I went into the game feeling great. I was like, yeah, if we win or if we lose, whatever. Um, Question about the uh, so we blow the living shit out of Clemson. We have a tough game against Georgia that takes you know the very last play of the game to win. <clears throat> we blow the living shit out of Oklahoma, and we get blown the living shit <laughs> by us by Clemson. Is this a like? I mean, I guess we didn't really have a. Uh, we didn't blow Washington out. I mean, well, it, but it, it hung around until late. It was competitive. They fucked yeah. around, but the, it yeah. was never a chance. Like, that game was over at halftime with the pick six. Is there any correlation between, like, semis and, and, and champs uh, for, for nah, Ben? 
I don't think so. I think it's I think the semis you uh, in most semifinals other than that Ohio State game, uh, there've been blowouts like across the board every year. It doesn't every really matter year. who's playing. Every year. So aside from I think it's two different what, two different Ohio groups. State Clemson last year and what Georgia Oklahoma yeah two three years ago most of the semis, like the semis uh Michigan State had a bad time in the semis one time yeah. they did 38 nothing I'm looking at a, I'm looking at it right now on my wall <laughs> um but the semis are usually one team don't doesn't need to be there there has not been four great teams in the mm-hmm. playoffs thus far BCS um, and BCS just even means that, more. Even that Ohio State team that beat us and went on to win the national championship was not a great team until, I don't know, eight minutes left in the third quarter of the Alabama game that year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I don't see a lot of correlation. Um, the Notre Dame game is interesting because that's they had to play a mobile quarterback, not nearly as accurate, not nearly as many weapons as Ohio State, a great offensive and defensive line. So there's there I think Alabama probably gained more from playing Notre Dame than uh than Ohio State did from playing Clemson because that game is just, the Ohio State Clemson game is just fucking crazy. Like nobody could have predicted that. You know, and I think if they played that game a hundred more times, they would never want to do one of those again. Yeah, I will say that this kind of harkens back to what you said about how Alabama's offense is sort of taking its foot off the gas against Florida, against Notre Dame. I don't think they'll make that mistake again, say if they're up two scores against Ohio State, it's their third quarter with 10 minutes left. Um, I think that they're going to – I think that Sarkeesian and Saban have learned enough that, hey, you know, Najee's good and we can run, you know, maybe get a first down. But if we don't continue to attack and attack at will, the other team is – they're uh and can come back yeah they I, I don't hope have that the they've learned something to lean on that yeah that they've they got to don't. the offense is is where it's at you've got to lean heavily on the offense yeah um put teams down three scores and then just pile on yeah. if you get a chance to run up the points pile Do it, it. and you know, start got really cute in the second half with this running plays last week and i don't know why like i don't yeah i don't know what that deal was but he got really weird um I don't know, uh, but that can't happen against Ohio State. You, it's got to be one of those games where they got they have to score most of the time because yeah. they can be scored upon. Unless that defense just surprises me and just comes up with the, I, you know Dylan mix, Moses mm-hmm. has a fucking has a, a Courtney Upshaw game where he's just all over the place, he's knocking the ball down, or and somebody's gonna have to spy. Uh, fields anyway so yeah. someone's got to tell josh jobs not to get off sides again every time to line up <laughs> every time off sides it's like fourth and goal like dude just mel kuyper has josh job as his 10th <laughs> best cornerback in the country and i'm like nah, nah dog dude. bino was right get the fuck out of this fucking industry mel kuyper <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about patrick sertain was the defensive player of the year in the conference i don't get it and i, I don't still understand don't understand it I don't know why I think every Alabama cornerback that's not D Milner or Ha Ha is five foot seven. Because Saban recruits guys that look certain like is like six one or six two, at least that's what he's listed at. But you know, we listed two at eight foot three, so who the <laughs> fuck are we supposed to believe? <clears throat> oh my god, everything sucks. <laughs> 
Oh, happy season finale, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the end of season four, right? Season four is in the books. I don't know what episode it is, so shit. Next season will hit 200. Oh, we're going we're gonna to knock off an, an extra hundo, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think great things are ahead for this, the, the, the future of Brother Flag. I think great things are going to happen in year five. Well, all right. We'll see y'all. <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, <clears throat> end season four with the way we have ended every, every single season, episode, every episode in the history of For the Flag or ttfnetwork.com. And that's this way. You ready, boys? A one, a two, a three. Oh, snail, yeah! This is